Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Weird Tales Podcast. My name is Tycho Alhambra. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to be just straight up, straight up honest here. This is a real short episode. Um, the, the story that I picked out for this week is a lot shorter than I remember it being, but it's still a really good story. Um, and uh, the author has, has written a lot of really good short stories, and I very strongly encourage you to, to search out the rest of his work. Uh, just do a search for John A. Robinson on Amazon. You'll find three different story collections, one novel, and a collection of poetry, all of which are worth reading. Um, and uh, I have it on pretty good authority from him that he's got another collection coming up, which will have this story in it, apparently. So, um, anyway, thank you all so much. Um, please, please, please um, check out his work on Amazon. Uh, I know that uh, I know that uh, he would really appreciate it. You can also give him a follow on Twitter. He is at Widget. W-I-D-G-E-T-T, widget. Um, so, that's that. Okay, here we go. Absolute Fitness by John A. Robinson. I watched them pull the shuttle down. Despite what anyone else could tell you, and despite how hard we all fought following that, we all knew it was over. That was the moment in which all was lost. No one, not the worst predictor of doom, could have imagined how things could go wrong. And even if anyone had, no one could have said it would happen so fast. Even now, the cataclysm was so swift, we've barely established all the details. The first wave of engineered insects was released in Iowa, supposedly under controlled conditions, And after all, testing had showed the improved locusts to be amenable, docile, and less hungry for crops. For all the good the testing and controls did. In the defense of the researchers involved, I suppose they couldn't have expected this. They never expected for everything to have the absolute opposite effect. Nor did they expect the problem to jump species. Or else, the locusts themselves changed and evolved so quickly that they were unrecognizable as locusts. The original researchers were still debating this point when we lost all contact with them. Regardless, the net effect was to have an ever-increasing horde of varied types of insects that overwhelmed everything they encountered. By overwhelmed, of course, I mean devoured. At first, it was just vegetation. All vegetation. The crops went first, then the leaves on the trees, then the bark, then eventually the trees themselves. About the time the vegetation worldwide began to go, the insects began to change and become more vicious. Stinging and biting deaths became more prevalent, and death came quicker as time went on. With each generation, which, again, increased in speed as time progressed, they became more lethal to animal life. The people who had no secure shelter went first, along with the majority of the animals, Then the first reports came back that the insects were developing a taste for metal and glass. Around this time, it was decided to try and bring the shuttle out for a last-ditch attempt to get someone off-world. The time it took to get the shuttle into its place to launch, crawling along at one mile per hour, that was agony. The vehicle was swarmed as it trundled into place. When the insects that covered the shuttle did not begin to eat it, we thought we had managed to get ahead of the curve. Those changes must not have made it to our part of the world yet. We watched the teams in their environmental suits spraying down the hordes of insects with all manner of poisons 
desperate to keep the craft as clear as possible for as long as possible. It even took off successfully. Even with that extreme rate of ascent, those that were not already on the craft or shaken loose were able to catch it, grab hold, and stay on. So many held fast to the shuttle and to each other that they actually weighed it down enough to change its trajectory. Instead of shooting straight up and out, the shuttle curved and eventually lost power in one of its thrusters, sending it careening into the Atlantic. It was shortly thereafter that the metal and glass-devouring variety, or strain, or whatever you would want to call it, arrived. They had picked up concrete along the way somewhere, apparently. They would envelop whole buildings, and within hours you would see the entire mass start to shift, then give way. Presumably, any people inside had long been consumed. We had been evacuating our last above-ground building and fleeing into our locked-down underground shelters. We had to walk outside, basically in the equivalent of a deep diving suit, to the entrance of the airlock. It was 30 feet from the hangar doors to the shelter doors, and I barely made it. I could feel them piling on. I could feel them trying with all their considerable might to kill me. One set of mandibles worked at the joint of my suit at the right elbow to the point where I was certain it would break through. But it didn't. I was in the airlock, and next I knew they were spraying me down with insecticide, which was even then losing its potency. The creature which had tried so hard to gnaw off my arm, I had to stamp to death myself. Even coated with poison, it writhed on its back, trying to right itself and continue its assault. The last team to enter the shelter never made it. We watched in their helmet cameras as something large and monstrous loomed up out of the swarm and then seemingly slapped them down. This did not kill the team members. These new creatures seemed to serve no purpose other than to pin the humans down until the others could make it through their protective suits. We in the shelter listened helplessly as our colleagues were ripped apart on the surface. It was impressive how they moved from eating vegetation to flesh to inanimate objects. Just as one food supply was extinguished, they would adapt and eat something else. The theory is that, with the planet's surface barren as it is now, they've developed photosynthesis. They don't seem to eat each other, at least not while alive. An entire type has sprung up to consume the dead, with another living off of the other's waste products. The new ecosystem changes so rapidly it's hard to have any serious study. But it's enough to say that they not only destroyed the ecosystem of the planet Earth as we know it, they then replaced it. They became it. Somewhere in here we passed desperation and began to slip into panic. It was admirable how long we managed to hold ourselves together as we watched the surface of the earth lost. There seemed to be some thought that we would have time to come up with a solution hidden beneath the surface as we were, but we couldn't even be spared that luxury. A new form of burrowing insect had burst through into one of our supply closets and laid eggs in it. We found it in time, luckily, and burned it and its prodigy, then sealed the breach. It would only be a matter of time before others followed. 
many others. Anything would be better than waiting here to die. Something had to be done. We had decided to tunnel to the ocean. Perhaps underwater we could be safe. But regardless, there was nowhere else to go. We were here at the Cape. We were close enough to the water and we simply had to do something. We couldn't just wait here for them to tunnel in and kill us. The team was busy trying to adapt the burrower that had been used to hastily expand our shelter. It had been kept on hand in case we needed to create more room, I believe. However, one of the team down here was able to use the utility tunnels to get out to the river and from there to the open water. We were able to hear both his report and the ocean around him. Then over the speaker came what seemed to be the unmistakable sound of faraway whale song. The room cheered. We hugged each other and fought back tears. We might just escape after all. Then his voice came through, repeating himself because he hadn't been heard. Those aren't whales, he said simply. Those aren't whales. And that was Absolute Fitness by John A. Robinson, a.k.a. Widget Walls. Uh, please give him a follow on Twitter, at Widget, W-I-D-G-E-T-T. Uh, check out the rest of his uh, his fiction and poetry uh, on Amazon. Just do a search for John A. Robinson. Uh, he's got a collection called Magnificent Desolation, and there's also two other books, uh, Something Else Season 1 and Something Else Season 2. He's got a novel called Mystics on the Road to Vanishing Point, which is really good. I really enjoyed it when I read it. And he's got a book of poetry with possibly the greatest title of any book I've ever read. So um, check that out. You'll really you'll really like all the stuff that he's written. Um, as for me, uh, like, like I said last week, I've got some audiobooks that I've narrated out there. There is um, the Magna Carta and uh, Confessions of an English Opium Eater, both historical nonfiction Um you know, so those are those are out there. And uh, I've also got a couple of fiction books. One is Congo.com for Interconnected Tales by Donald Masenzio. Um, it's just four novellas of science and technology gone awry. And the other one is Slothantula by S.L. Pratt. If you are a fan of Sharknado or any other movie that has ever come on the sci-fi channel ever, you're going to enjoy Slothantula. Check it out. It's pretty great. Um I've got a couple other books coming out shortly, hopefully, um, and I will make sure to let you know when those are available. Otherwise, thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the, um, the emails and the reviews. I always enjoy seeing and reading those, and I hope you all have a great week, and I will see you then. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Here's the bloops. And after all the testing had shown the improved locust to be amenable, docile, and less hungry for crops... I need to up this. The text is very, very small and I'm having trouble reading it because my eyes are garbage. Regardless, the net effect was to have an ever increasing horde. I don't like the way I'm reading this, so I'm just going to stop and do this all over again.